Welcome to the Founders House podcast. I'm your host, Milan Nehart, and my guest today is Max Tandero, the founder of Civil Media. Can you tell us a bit about the story of Civil Media? What do you guys do? I know it's a newsletter, but how did it come about and what do you what what's your sort of mission? Yeah. So I mean, basically, Civil was kind of born out of this idea that right now, um, depending on where you get your news, your worldview can be drastically different from someone else's, right? Like, so you know, here in the States, right, you know, someone watches CNN or some other liberal news outlet. And their worldview is going to be drastically different than somebody who watches, you know, Fox and, you know, some like right leaning um, outlet. And because of that, you know, I thought that, you know, either people don't don't care and that's a, a, a problem. And we need to kind of educate them on that, um, you know, kind of gap uh, between the two different kind of sides or people are aware of it. Um, but they don't have a resource that kind of breaks it down and puts both those sides in a single place in a in a in a way that makes a lot of sense. And so that was really kind of where Civil was uh, born out of. And so basically, our product right now is a weekly newsletter that um, again breaks down the biggest story of the week from the left and the right, and they come out on Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. Eastern time. Um, and so you know, our one from today was on the minimum wage. Um, and basically we were like, Hey, like there's, there's valid points on, 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 on both sides of the aisle and our job, um, in terms of, you know, this topic we published on this morning and just all our topics in general, um, is to show, um, that there are valid points on both sides and to, 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 to try to, um, humanize the kind of beliefs from the left and the right. So that, so people on the other side can say, okay, yeah, that, that that makes some sense, or at least makes a little more sense how they could hold that 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 view. So we have a, a section um, in the newsletter that's called "If Your News Outlets Lean," and what we do is, um, you know, because we have this kind of bipartisan team, right? We have you know Trump supporters, socialists, and kind of everybody, uh, you know, in between. Um, it makes it easy to kind of um, pin down why do people believe what they believe, right? So it's you know like I believe that the minimum wage is good because you know, my grandfather grew up and he was making that or, or whatever, right? Like, like trying to make it less about less about us versus them and more about, hey, we're all just kind of people and we're just kind of trying to figure this out um, as we go. So that's kind of a general overview of what we do as a company um, and kind of what our newsletter is hoping to uh, achieve. So you said on your website that you consider yourself to be liberal. And I know that civil media's mission is to show both sides of the story. So do you have people on your team who are like completely right wing or what? No. Yeah. So, um, you know, I first off, I don't pretend to be, you know, like a true centrist because I don't think that those are real. You know, like like everybody has 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 grown up in a certain way with a certain family who told them certain things. Right. Like they lived in certain places, whatever your, your kind of background may be. All of those things kind of contribute to um, forming this kind of political ideology that you have. And so um, I would say that I'm left of center. But on my team, you know, um, we have people, again, like I said, who love Trump, people who like may not love Trump, but still lean right. And then we people on on the left. And so really that kind of plays out um, through the whole process of, you know, writing our, 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 our product. Right. We're on we're on Mondays when we're kind of picking the topic in Slack, we'll go back and forth and we'll kind of debate. And it's like, okay, so like this topic seems very pertinent to uh, the kind of right. This topic seems very pertinent to the left. And so there never is one voice that kind of overshadows 
um, you know, someone else's. And so I, as um, you know, the leader have been very conscious to kind of try to not inject my own bias into those kind of talks too much. Um, you know, because I really want what my team feels to come out in an authentic way, right? So after we kind of pick a, a topic, then for the writing process, we'll have a writer who leans left and who leans right, and they'll both write a complete newsletter. And then myself, along with a editor who leans right, um, we'll go through it and basically kind of like mush it into one, you know, kind of product. So and and then you know subsequently from there right we have like a meeting you know in the evening on Tuesday we kind of go through and we kind of hash out these you know kind of like edits um and all of that is done through the lens of people who both lean left and who lean right and i think really what that provides us is um, a bunch of safeguards right in in saying okay so like this may not even be biased but we also want to you know avoid people thinking that, that 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 we are and so we obviously don't get it perfect um you know each time but um as as we've 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 written more i think both our product has become more balanced and our discussions as a team have become more more civil um you know it's 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 really fascinating that when you talk to somebody face to face and you're not you know messaging you're not commenting on like a facebook post right you're not on like a twitter you know firestorm right like like it's 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 remarkable how easy it is to be civil especially when you kind of start from the 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 baseline of i'm not trying to change your mind you're not trying to change my mind we both have valid views and i just kind of want to tell you you know where those come from and and how they kind of manifest themselves today so that was kind of a very roundabout answer to your question so what's it like when you start a company or you start off with an idea and you grow that idea to a team of over 10 people like what does that actually feel like and what are the sort of challenges yeah so um you know it's definitely challenging the bigger you get right just kind of the more bloated you are right like the more people you kind of have to manage and you know kind of like keep in touch with um i think for me though um what I kind of look for initially is people who really like the idea, right? Who, who, who believe in the mission of, of civil, which is, you know, kind of um, obviously deliver news that is civil that then kind of creates the common knowledge necessary to have conversations that are civil. And um, because we don't have the capital to pay people yet, like if, if, if people aren't motivated by that mission, then I'm just going to spend time like trying to push them and trying to push them just to kind of do this, this um this work that they may not even want to do but they may just want you know like um, a bullet for their linkedin or resume or whatever so like the passion for 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 the the mission which sounds kind of fluffy um is really probably like the main kind of thing that i that i you know look for and then obviously you know the usual things right just you know like are they skilled in in in, in the kind of competencies that we need for that role um you know what is their background right like um, all of those things obviously play in and, and those, you know, are pretty standard. But really, I, I think especially when you're when you're kind of looking to hire for a really, really young, you know, startup, um, that kind of alignment and passion for the mission is, is, is I, I believe, critical, at least. Have there been any sort of major mistakes that you've made or any like big learning curves that you had to face when you were starting this? Yeah, so I think that um, first, um, we, so I, I guess give you a little context. Um, I was kind of thinking about this, you know, newsletter and civil and everything throughout the summer, started kind of drafting up the newsletter in August, in late July. And then we started actually sending out the newsletter to family and friends each week. I, I'd hired another student at that point. 
Um, and we started sending them out to family and friends. We tested through September. We launched our first newsletter like officially in October. It was like October 14 or 12 or something like that. And while that was great and we got a month, well, I, only really three weeks until the you know US presidential election, um, in hindsight, I wish that we would have launched and tried to go big sooner um, just because that was a period where there was so much interest in politics at that time. Um, and really, I think what, what, what was holding me back and what holds so many people back is when they launch something, they want it to be perfect because they think that if they're sending it to their family and friends, if they send out some you know subpar product, um, they think that somehow their family and friends are going to think less of them, right? And I guess maybe there are cases where that's true, but like this is your kind of like support network, right? And like these are people who want to see you win. And so I wish that I would have, I don't know, like thought that through more, or maybe even just like like not thought about it and just did it, um, because I think that that you know while we we did capitalize on a, a small part of that kind of like heightened interest in U.S. politics at that time, I think that had we launched you know at the beginning of September, right, like we would have had a whole nother month to um, have, you know, uh, newsletter and subscriber growth that was fueled um, by that. So again, hindsight, you know, is usually much clearer than, you know, foresight. Um, so, uh, you know, it is easy to, to say that, but that's probably my one main thing is I wish I would have started it sooner um, or not even started it sooner, but just launched it and like put it out to, to the public. Um, and it's easy to say that now, but back then, like you're scared, right? Because, or I was scared at least because I put so much thought and so much time and so much effort into this that I want it to be as good as it could be. Um, and sure, our, our newsletter that launched in October, you know, was better than um, the one we were testing out in September. Um, but yeah, in, in hindsight, I wish we would have started sooner. I, although, you know, in saying that, you know, while hindsight a lot of times is 2020, like I, I, I also don't want to let that stop myself, you know, and I don't want to get down to myself and like, oh, you know, I like failed before I, you know, started. It, it's, it's, it's like with the um, data, with the kind of knowledge that I had then, I thought that I was making the, you know, right call. But as I've realized after failing, you know, plenty of more times from then till now, you know, um, you really don't know what you don't know. And so that, um, that's kind of like, okay. So it, instead of like, um, in, instead of letting myself dwell on that, I've really tried to say, okay, so then how can I use that, you know, to grow? And I think that, that that's really where that kind of like transformation of like a failure into a chance to learn, which, you know, is hardly, you know, something novel or new, right? Like that's written about in like every single book that I've read, but, um, but I, I think that that's also like a valuable lesson, um, you know, contained inside of failing or or like instead of acting not acting as quickly as I would like. So it's like, OK, so the next time I have a venture, whether it's within civil or outside of it, it's like, OK, well, let, let's just, you know, let's 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 plant that tree as soon as we can. Um, but no, it's it's like one of those things that you, you know, like look back on and um, and, you know, you wish you would have done it, um, you know, some other way. Uh, but again, on the, the flip side, like in terms of our kind of projects, like we both did them and th there's plenty of people who like never even get that started. So, um, you know, I, I, I it, it, there's definitely a, hel a healthy balance between like separating your, your wins, um, and, you know, kind of like learning from your failures, at least I've found. So what are your plans for the future with, uh, with civil? Um, so with, with civil, so, you know, right now our only product is our weekly newsletter, um, so in the near future, we're going to be launching a long form newsletter, 
It'll probably come out once every two or three weeks. We haven't quite worked that out yet. But that's basically going to break down these kind of big topics that are central to kind of these views that people hold, right? So, you know, like, um, what are your views on guns, right? What are your views on, you know, abortion or whatever that kind of topic may be? And um, we really want to, like, drill down into the heart of, like, why does each side believe what they believe? You know, what is the history of that topic, right? Because people kind of have these these views that really shape how they vote and how they live. Um, and uh, a lot of people don't even know why they really have them or like where those those came from. And so we're going to kind of try to figure that out. The second one is actually facilitating conversations um, that, that are civil. So we are trying to do so um, just conversations between prominent student leaders right at schools. So we're looking at UPenn, Berkeley, Michigan, um, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Um, as kind of like, can we facilitate conversations with, you know, a leader from UMESH GOP and UMESH Dems, right? Something along those lines. Um, and then the um, third one, uh, which is further down the road that I really think um, could be really cool is civil in schools, right? So while colleges are a great place to kind of talk about how, how can you be civil and flesh out, um, you know, the, the, the differences in your views, I think that if we were to start teaching civility and teaching um, the ability to engage with different viewpoints in middle school and high school, that could also be a really interesting use case. And so I've started to kind of talk to teachers and that's in the very, you know, nascent stages of that project that that'll be a much you know longer term thing. But so those are kind of the, the three things I'm trying to focus on for now. What advice do you have for someone who is looking to start up their own company in 2021? Like you said that you graduated last year, um, not, not even necessarily a company, like just a side project or something like that. What advice do you have for someone who's looking to do that? Sure. So, um, you know, I, I think that I, I think that my big point uh, that I talked about earlier was just do it, just like go out and start it. I heard that same thing, and I know that it sounds, you know, kind of like BS, right? And you're like, oh, just go start something, and you're like, okay, well, I would have started something, right? But I, I, I think that 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 is just just starting is really, um, you know, the biggest hurdle. Um, I think that also. For me, I got caught up in the research space a little bit where I was just constantly kind of like doing research, trying to figure out, okay, like what do certain people think? Like, what do they feel? Whatever. And that's super valuable. Like, like you definitely want some sort of a foundation like that, but don't get caught up in the kind of like um, de facto procrastination that market research can be, right? Because you can, you can do market research for months um, and but really like how much closer are you to launching that product and having a successful product if you do research for 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 3 months or if you research for a month and then just like launch something and do it so that that, that would be like the biggest thing um for me is 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 just like start something don't get too caught up in kind of like trying to create something perfect and then second um imposter syndrome is something that i you know like many founders um i think at least from people that i've talked to um, have kind of like dealt with, um, it definitely has gotten better just cause I've gotten, you know, more used to my role. But, um, that was one of the big things for me when I was kind of starting where I was like, who am I? I, I you know, I, I'm just some punk kid, you know, I'm like a 22 year old, you know, person. I'm like, what, what gives me the right to create, you know, a newsletter that's free of bias and is balanced, right? Like, like there's people who know a lot more than I do about politics and writing and, you know, all of those things. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think that, um, really what, what it comes down to is that everybody was in those shoes at one point. Um, so, uh, you know, whether you're starting out when you're 30 or you're 20, you're kind of starting your own thing. 
like um you think everybody else knows so much more than you but they really don't like 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 i i like every single day we'll see another founder doing something great and i'm like wow like they they probably know a lot more than i do um and you know it's like for sure possible that they do but i think a lot of it um just comes down to like you have to believe in yourself which i know sounds really easy to to do and it's harder to you know um actually do it but i think that like just know that if you're a founder, if you're thinking about, you know, starting something and you feel like you're not qualified, like just know that you're not alone because that's what so many of my founder friends have, have all said that. And I will say the, the same thing. So to summarize, start something, don't wait and don't feel like you're not qualified to do it because nobody really is um, when they do. So especially when you're young, right? Like just, just do it. You'll fall on your face. You'll fail. It's okay. The sun will still rise um and do it so so i i got kind of meta i felt like i was giving you know that tree um you know analogy but that that would be my advice to yeah i mean imposter syndrome is is a big one for people i mean especially for me like i uh, not just with the podcast but like I, i try to block those thoughts out of my mind because now that i've gotten a bit older like i've realized that they are completely irrational and they don't make any sense they're completely nonsensical um so i just totally block them Anyway, Matt, we've been going for about 20 minutes or so. Um, okay. So, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate all of your advice. Um, awesome. Yeah, man, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. Um, you know, like, uh, I, I want to hear, you know, how you're doing. Um, if you ever want to, you know, um, chat again or whatever, I, I, you know, would, I'd be more than happy to. So. <laughs> yeah, man, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. All right, have a good one, man. Cool, Max. See you. Cheers, bye. And there we have it, Mr. Max Tandero, the founder of Civil Media. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to it on Apple Music or Spotify or whatever else. I'm your host, Milan Earhart. This is the Founders House Podcast. I'll see you next time.